millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. My name is Ashton and this is Emma. That's Emma the bear. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're not, <laughs> sucks to be you. It's a jungle skog from Ikea. A jungle skog. She's uh, magnificent. Can you lift her up to show sort of the full heft of oh, there Emma. She is. There's Emma. She's a bit like a black cat in that she doesn't um, video that well. She doesn't no. photograph well. She didn't come through on stream very well last She's night. She's the kind of thing that would, uh, you know, they, they need a bit more help in the shelters, the jungle skog shelters yes. to be rescued. Um, We've got very bad uh, neck posture. support. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she dummy thick, though. She, which is, she keeps which knocking is nice. things over. She has knocked over several things. <laughs> it wasn't Ashton's fault. It was Emma's fault. You might say she's bare thick. She's hard to move. You might. Mm. You might say I mean, I, I would, but uh, it's up to you guys whether you would also say the same thing. This is our video game podcast where we talk about video game things. Each and every week we are sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor. This week, Ashton has the ad read in front of her whenever mm-hmm. you're ready, Ashton. And Emma? Thank you. It's a brand new game. Well, not brand new. It's kind of new. So it's not brand it's new. It's kind of brand new. So you, kind you, of new. It's a new game for some people, right. but it's not always new. Okay. Um, conservatives hate it. Ooh, the okay. liberals are taking over. It's annoying turfs everywhere by writing novels starring underrepresented minorities. Okay. Being remastered this year, yeah. it's Alan Woke. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. I, I can't wait. I Yeah, I've been, I've been waiting to play. I've been waiting to play Alan Woke, woke. for a very long yeah. time. Conservatives so hate him. Alan Woke. <laughs> Local dad finds one easy trick for white teeth. Yeah. Conservatives hate him. Conservatives hate him. Click here to find out more. When's it out? What platforms? It's coming out on all platforms except um, the yours. Advert, except the, yours. Except yours. If you are a conservative, um, you can't. It knows. It, knows. You put the disc it won't it work. No, it's too Tory. No, Sorry. Uh, no thanks. Not allowed. Um, it, yeah, but it's not. It's because oh, it's not what? real. Oh, what? Oh, that's Unfortunately. not. Damn. It got vetoed by uh, the government. So Video gammons. Video gammons. <laughs> <laughs> so it will never come out, unfortunately. Oh, stroking him is further wrong way. Oh, don't do no, that. She'll hate, that's what cats hate that, and so do bears. That's, cats hate that, <laughs> and so do bears. And conservatives Approved hate by her. cats and bears. <laughs> 
Uh, no, we are not sponsored by Alan Woke, unfortunately, as much as I wish we were. Mm. Uh, we are sponsored by wonderful patrons, of course, over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where we've got plenty of tiers available. But at the $1 tier, you can support us and submit questions to this podcast. That is where we uh, source podcast questions from exclusively mm. and uh, we are going to be changing up the tiers soon Just so if you that. are a lapsed patron supporter when can people expect some more news on that peter we believe that well the current plan all being well it'll be sort of launching around the turn of the month the turn the of the month. just as it starts getting spooky so perhaps end of september start of october do you reckon we'll still be having heat waves oh that would be so. nice would um, it yeah I want to wear big coats now. Oh, okay. I'm in a coat mood. I've got so many coats and mm. so few shorts. <laughs> I bought some new shorts, so I'm I'm looking for any excuse to wear them at the moment. Bought some new shorts in so September. I bought them in August, Good choice. but I've oh, only August, had like okay. one chance to wear them. You're in the pocket of big summer, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. Big yeah. global I'm in, warming. I'm in big summer energy right now, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Okay. I'm enjoying it. Well, at least someone's liking it. I hate it. But new Patreon tiers coming soon, uh, tail end of September, start of October. Um, mm. And uh, we will, almost without a doubt, well, without any doubt, actually, just to put your mind at rest, be keeping the $1 tier for asking yes. questions on the $1 podcast. tier That's is not remaining. not going anywhere. So. Uh, but there will be additional podcast-related rewards for higher tiers. Yes. So do consider supporting them compl of completely blind faith currently. Uh, because we've not told you what they are. No. But there will be things that may be pertinent to your interests if perhaps you are someone who only, uh, what am I thinking consumes. of? Consumes the Triple Jump podcast and no other content that we do. I imagine there's at least a few people who do that. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Come watch our videos. That's why we're here. They're really good. Um, <laughs> before we get into the questions and the meat of the podcast, or the corn of the mm. podcast, depending on your yeah. dietary restrictions, mm. there's something else we need to cover, isn't there? Yes, it's uh, it's called Triple Jump dot... GG. Hello, everyone. As well as our extremely real and totally not fictitious in any way sponsor, we're officially partnered with PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo to sell their codes through our own website, triplejump.gg. Here, you can get everything from topping up your digital wallets to PlayStation Plus, Xbox Live Gold, Xbox Game Pass, and Nintendo Switch Online subscriptions, as well as Minecraft mine coins. <laughs> mine coins? They'll be your coins any minute. <laughs> nice one, Peter. Oh, thanks very much. It's 100% legitimate, directly supports us, and provides you with the delightful digital currencies you're going to buy anyway. Visit triplejump.gg to browse our full stock. Triplejump.gg. This is a real sponsor. It's time for question one, everyone. That was a really long pause. I, I hope Kieran keeps all on. of it in. Yeah. Uh, this is from Callum Straw. And Callum says, hey, guys, what changes to Twitch are you hoping to see? Come, uh, are you hoping to see come as a result of the day off Twitch? And do you believe the movement was successful in getting its message across that Twitch needs to do better? Uh, I hope this pushes Twitch to help creators in removing hate from its platform. But with content creators needing to take such drastic actions to try and get Twitch's attention, I'm not holding my breath for the necessary changes to be made. Cheers, Callum. Thank, Thank you, you, Callum, for asking Callum. that question. Hot topic. Um, we took part in this, didn't we? We did. we did. Can you explain what hate raids are? Well, only barely, because, you know, I'm I'm sort of not an arsehole. Would you like and therefore... me to 
Would you like Emerson? Barely. Like no, Emerson very good. I mean, my understanding is that people uh, do raids sometimes with the use of bots as well mm. um, to then just be sort of abusive towards streamers. Um, mm. And there's quite, in a way, there's little you can do about it. Because you can either, if you want to turn off raids, which I imagine is an option on Twitch, is it not at no, all? I don't think so. Uh, well, I, I was going to say, even if it is, then you're having to just not have any raids at all, which are actually a really yeah. useful thing for um, for streamers. But if you can't even turn them off whatsoever... I don't think you can. I think that was madness. one of the demands, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it should be an option if that's what you just want to do. Off. But it's a bit more insidious than that, isn't it, Ashley? Yeah, so they're joining uh, chats and putting really hateful remarks. Oh, so I they're joining this, yeah. like... Um, LGBTQ plus creators who've got the tag or black creators or any BIPOC um, creators are being targeted with really hateful speech and just generally like slurs and horrible things. They're also targeting channels when they're offline by putting that in the chat, reporting them for having that in the chat and Mm -hmm. then getting their channel taken down, which Twitch takes about a month to get the channel back reinstated and for some people it's their livelihood they're also follow botting and these follows have like really horrible names Mm. and are just generally horrible things um but there's like probably a lot of people a lot of people have gone through it and experienced it and there's not really a lot that you can do to kind of stop it um so yeah that's why people were campaigning against the day off twitch or they were doing the day off twitch to campaign yeah, against what twitch about is currently the, allowing. the fact that people people's channels are actually getting taken down mm-hmm. because yeah. people are reporting them for like oh these people aren't moderating their own chat and yeah. you know, their community is is toxic because those people are actually the ones sending in yeah. hate speech yeah so uh, everyone was like is... leave your channel on emo only mode so if people join it they can't like yeah report you for having hate speech in yeah. it so it was really really horrible thing for a lot of people to go through mm-hmm. absolutely um, and in answer to Callum's question, I mean, first off, no, they've not done anything yet, um, really, as far as I'm aware. Um, they've just pointed people in the direction of the existing material online to help them. They have, yeah. Not going to do it. I've got a, a couple of tweets here that Twitch put out um, not so long ago. I think it was post post uh, day off twitch um august oh no august the 20th okay this was pre-day off twitch yeah because it was last wednesday which was the first of september yeah and twitch initially before day off twitch happened said no one should have to experience malicious and hateful attacks based on who they are or what they stand for this is not the community we want on twitch and we want you to know we are working hard to make twitch a safer place for creators um they they continue uh, in the meantime, please keep reporting egregious attacks. It helps us identify and remove bad actors and their networks and update tools as behaviors evolve. These changes may not be visible, but we are making them daily. Um, I mean, if they're not visible, it's not a great deal of help right now. No. I imagine what they're implying there is that they're coming up with stuff on the back end that stops people from being able to do that in the first place mm. rather than like letting streamers react to it. Um, yeah. But I heard you saying earlier, Ashton, that there's um, at least Streamlabs have now got yeah, a so panic button. Pre-Day Off Twitch, when it was all sort of coming out, um, Streamlabs basically released a thing on their software that was like, if you press this button, it will stop any follow alerts that will just go down. Your chat immediately goes into email-only mode and um, it will basically just kind of shut everything down to stop you from having to see any of it. Um, and a couple of people were saying that they've already got panic bu- buttons like installed in their own sort of format of like, they press this button and it just turns everything off. Like third parties. Yeah, so. or they've just like set up a a certain scene that's literally just like nothing can come up um but yeah so they put that out before a day off twitch um 
annoyingly, like Peter was saying, not a lot has actually happened, which is kind of unfortunately what I was expecting. Um, well, the only thing that has happened is that it's September on Twitch, and that's basically all I've seen from Twitch since the 1st of September. Mm. It's the fact that subs are £3 cheap or like 30% cheaper. Great, fantastic. But people are still getting hate rated. So yeah. I've seen that some high-profile Twitch streamers have just said we're leaving the platform, yeah. which is good. Um, some of them are. Some of them are going over to YouTube or um, people have said, don't sub to me. Don't donate to me right. via Twitch. Don't give me bits. Donate via... If you want to support my channel, donate to me via the link and mm. we'll use... I think they're called like bit. LLY emotes so yeah. you can still use emotes on your chat without having to have subs um, so people have just said don't donate to me via Twitch donate to me via third party platform so that I can still stream but Twitch doesn't get any money mm-hmm. so yeah that's one thing people have been trying to do but it's the thing is it's the same thing with a lot of, of like things like this is that it's a big thing and a lot of people participated but a bunch of people won't even have any idea what was happening. There were still people that were streaming and not really talking about it, and yeah. there was, which is fine because not everyone knew it's going to be on. But or some could of afford like, to take a day or off, could yeah. afford to take a day off. But some of the big streamers, um, like I think Jay from the Inbetweeners, you know that guy, oh, he yeah. streams oh, on yeah. Twitch. I, I think he was streaming that day, which I mean, fine if that he didn't see the point in doing it. But if you've got these big channels that aren't doing it, mm. then then the, these people that follow him or follow these other people um, are not going to know and they're not going to care. So it's hard to like kind of make a difference when there's people that kind of, unless you have everyone, Twitch isn't going to notice. Mm. But you might have noticed that one day there was nothing, but yeah, there wasn't an awful lot. Yeah, sorry happened. to just completely distract, but our recording software is kind of freaking out a bit. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why it's doing that. I'm it's really vibrating. worried we're going to lose the recording. So what we might do is quickly stop (laughs) and then resume (laughs) and we'll continue our conversation. We'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, So, as we were saying, everything's fine now, we hope, Um, about uh, the the hate raids and stuff. Obviously, disgusting, despicable, something does need to be done. Mm. Uh, I would argue that it has been successful in that Twitch cannot ignore it. And while there may not be a solution right now, you've got to believe that they're working on something even if it's as simple as just giving people the option to disable raids yeah uh, because that would practically eliminate most of the issues yeah um and equally i do feel perhaps you know while they are responsible in terms of it's their platform i do feel a little bit of sympathy for twitch because Mm. they are having to combat bots that mm-hmm. can't really, as they said in an email that they actually sent to us and a lot of yeah. other people who are on the platform, um, these these bots and these hateful people are highly motivated, yeah. which means they will find new ways to be assholes. Yeah. And so I do, I have faith that Twitch will fix this, but it needs to happen soon. And if they are working on these, you know, subtle things behind the scenes to try and stop it at the source, like you pointed out, Peter, yeah. Um, they need to make, they need to communicate that better. They should say so, yeah. Because people are just assuming they're not doing anything. I don't think they're not doing anything, Mm. but if they are doing stuff, even if it's subtle, they need to let people know so people don't feel like they're being ignored. Yeah, they've not done anything visible is the issue at the moment. Well, Um, uh, someone was saying that video that uh, you sent, the Fox News video of that like VTuber that was talking on the news, was uh, they were saying that... uh, you don't even need to verify your email to make a Twitch account, which yeah. means that some emails have got like 
hundreds of Twitch accounts, which right. means they can do the raid because they've literally made hundreds of bots with the same verification because they don't have to That's verify bonkers. it. They don't yeah. have to verify yeah. it. It's insane. I yeah. also think that Twitch needs to offer some kind of like pastoral support to like people who get these hate raids because mm. to suddenly have like, I don't know, like 150 people join your chat and then start calling you slurs mm. yeah. is quite damaging for yeah. a lot of people. It and is. I think that if you haven't, if you know this is going on, you need to offer streamers some kind of support system mm-hmm. um, because it's a duty if you've got a platform that you care for the people that use your platform. Yeah. And, and they're making you money. They're making yeah. you money. So it's worth pointing out that obviously everything we've said so far is, is, uh, up to the time of recording it's wednesday the what what is it today eighth the eighth. Corner? so you know perhaps in the next few days there might be some announcement of oh we've done this we've done that mm-hmm. yeah. so if you're sitting there watching or listening thinking they have well, actually done on. some Google, stuff don't be Google so mean bought twitch on friday <laughs> yeah and they closed it down then, yeah. it's just youtube gaming it's subject to change in the next few days but, yeah uh, this is part of the issue with recording early and this week we're recording extra early yeah. so uh yes the information may be outdated, but that is that is the current state of things. Yeah, at the moment, things stands. things don't look that much different. Um, but you're right. And, and that's one other thing we should say as well, is that even though we're saying, oh, you know, we're maybe feeling a bit pessimistic about whether changes will be made or how fast they'll be made, this is a good example of something that, where the, the logic that we were using in the previous podcast uh, doesn't apply. I can't remember exactly what it was we were talking about. Oh, it was about um, console wars. Xbox, mm-hmm. And we were saying, you know, there's not much that can be done about it. So the best thing is to just ignore it. This but is the we, opposite. Said, we said there and then that logic doesn't always apply in every situation. No. And, and this is one where we're saying, yeah, okay, we're not perhaps super optimistic about cha- the changes being made, but. But if it doesn't, then we need to talk about it. Things like day off Twitch should happen and there should be an active mm-hmm. effort on the part of the user and consumer to uh, to have changes made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah. Well, now it's time to move on to a section that we've never done before. Never. It is called What We pl- Playing? Pl- playing? Huh? It's What We Play in Time. Time to talk about what we play and peter what have you been playing uh, i have now played well over 24 hours of orcs must die three <laughs> uh, i think i've played 27 hours now um I, I just really that why enjoyed you did an it extra half an hour of sleep this morning i didn't actually play it last night but yeah maybe it, it caught up on me yeah, um maybe. some of the late nights but uh wow i've really enjoyed it so much and you know i talk a lot about how great i think this game is and i'm not for one minute trying to say that it's like game of the year material or that like the majority of our audience would really enjoy it because i i imagine a a great deal of them would think not really my cup of tea you know it's not exactly triple a but i just find it so satisfying building a little maze putting putting tar all over the floor so that they're really slow go through the maze super slow which gives my traps time to reset. Oh, man. Got arrow shooters on the walls. Jesus. Got lasers coming down from the ceiling. <sighs> it's sort of medieval fantasy, but there are lasers now, which is kind of cool. Right. Lasers. Um, it's great. And there's all these different types of mobs coming at you. There's fast ones that run real quick, but are weak. There's some of them have bombs on their backs, and they'll blow up your barricades. Bombles. Bombles, Bombles. come at you. The nibblers will get you. Gloop. Uh, gloop, yeah. You can put gloop down. Freeze. Uh, and you can freeze them. There, there's all kinds of spells you can cast and weapons you can use. Oh, it's just so good. And uh, I've finished the main campaign now. 
finished that a couple of days ago. All the orcs have died. All the orcs have. Well, no, they they're an unstoppable force of nature, and they will oh, always okay. they will always be back. They and breed then, like rabbits. They, they do. do breed like rabbits. Um, but you, when you finish the main campaign, um, I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it for any big orcs must, must die story fans. Um, there, you basically you unlock a, a whole uh, group of other characters after the main campaign, and then there's a separate side campaign of about five or six missions uh and in that one you 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 play as one of these other characters and you have to go up against some new enemies and stuff so it's like a little short extra bolt-on side story but uh, that's what i'm working through now and it's pretty flipping hard how does it compare to one and two uh i would say it is uh in no way worse than one or two it's it's different in some ways. I found it a bit more difficult in places, but um, you know. I, oh, and also, I I think some of the voice acting is actually a bit irritating. There's okay. this mate, mate, mate. <laughs> mate. Uh, so yeah, I I find one of the new characters kind of he's not a very good actor. Uh, he's he's this new apprentice war mage. They're called. That's the right. profession that these people are, and. Uh, I think you mean warrior magician. Warrior magician, yes. Uh, Magic soldier. And he's just yeah. kind of a bit irritating and he's sort of, oh, he's going, huh, wow, I, I sh- sure love building traps. Huh, yeah, oh, oh, I'm having a great time. And it's just a bit much, really. <laughs> God, please, just let me just let me enjoy the game. Enjoy mm. the genocide. Uh, yeah, enjoy the, exactly. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it and uh, I can't wait to play even more of it and even when i finish this side story i've then got endless mode which mm-hmm. is just horde mode that goes on and on and on until you die mm-hmm. um and there are weekly challenges that they set up where you have to use like very specific loadouts of like certain traps and stuff and combine them in weird ways so i'll be playing this forever no i probably won't be but you will i'll be playing for it for weeks while. i think um i'll try and play something else as well though so i've got something to talk about but i'm not promising so that's what I've been playing. Just that, uh, Ashton. I. Why is drippy on your paper? Yeah, well, oh, here we go. I. Oh, okay, oh. I was going to talk about that in a minute. Don't spoil it. Well, why did you? Don't spoil it. There's clip art on your paper. It's not I don't clip have, art. I, I was, have clip art I was on my gonna, paper. Look. What? Oh, can I just say what I was going to say? Yeah, fine, I my guess. Oh, God. I played Horizon Zero Dawn. With drippy in it. No. <laughs> I No. I played Horizon Zero Dawn a lot, but then last night. Um, I played a bit of Nino Cooney for the first time. I played about the first hour, which is predominantly cutscenes. Um, <laughs> so I just watched it for the first hour mm-hmm. and then I fell asleep. Um, have you played Nino Cooney? Before? I don't Nino Cooney in my life. Have you played? I it? was so excited for Nina Nuna before it came out. <laughs> Naughty that, Nunu. <laughs> yes, yeah, Nunu from Teletubbies. Yeah. That I bought the extremely valuable PS3 collector's edition, oh, and did. I have a little drippy. Like a little soft I beg toy. Your pardon. <laughs> I have a little drifting. Right. Don't worry. Okay. And uh, it's just been sat on a box in a box on my shelf since it came out because I think it was coming out when I was doing exams at university. Right. And I just never played it, and I've always wanted to. Okay. So I played it last night. And do you know what Mr. Drippy sounds like? Yeah, he's Welsh. Why did you say that? I was gonna ask Peter if he knew what he was gonna sound like. And then I was gonna ask well, him if I if he knew what he sounded like. I was like, this is what it looks like. Don't what do you think? Don't ask me questions, Ashton. I if you don't want answers. Ask... Oh, you ruined everything. 
everything fun. I was you ruin everything fun, specifically. <laughs> if Peter could tell me what he thinks Mr. Chippy sounds like. Because when he started to... I had us playing the game unmuted for a bit because I was watching something else while I was playing it. And then I unmuted the game and was greeted with Mr. Drippy's voice. And I was like, huh? What? Well, Peter, he I can, he's, like not well, he's not Welsh. He is Welsh. Welsh. He's not Welsh. He is very Welsh. You've ruined it now. Are you going to do an impression? No, I'm not now because I was going to. Were you going to do an impression? I was, and now I'm not going to. Emma would like to hear the impression. I don't care. I'm really upset. You see how this is breaking down? Ashton asked me a question and I answered it, and that was wrong, apparently. Yeah, and then I could have gone. Would you like me to offend half of Wales now and do an impression of Mr. Drippy, having never heard his voice? Which makes me think you must be the one who we fairies call the pure. It's not very good, is That's it? That's Geordie. You yeah, it, yeah, it's hard not to do <laughs> yeah, Geordie, Geordie when I do any any accent. Now. Oh, we are um, drippy we? like the pure hearted one. There that we go. That was bad. all right. That was the okay reason I, because I put a quote and I was going to ask Peter how to say how he thinks Drippy sounds and mm. then tell him that he sounds just like Rod Gilbert. I'd have said he... Looking because he says pure one rather than pure. And pure. It made, yeah, because rather than pure, he says pure, mm. and it made me laugh. I'd have guessed looking pure. at Mr. Drippy, and for those who don't know what Mr. Drippy looks like, can you see, can you see him there? Just showing your notes to the world. Ashley. That's okay. Um, I'd have thought he's a little bit kind of Mickey Mousey, a bit sort of. Ha ha! Yeah, that's you know? what I thought when I was playing it on mute, and then I unmuted it, and I was like. Sorry, this is a really cutscene-heavy game that you're not listening to, to the sound. Yeah, it's because of. I was kind of doing something at the time, so I was just reading the subtitles. Right. Okay. And um, and then, and then you I unmuted, unmuted it, and I was very surprised. Rated to Rob, Rod, Rod, not Rob, Rod, Rod Gilbert. Yeah. Very good. Well, Ben, what have you been playing? Yeah. There was nothing interesting on fun. That Question one: What have you been playing? People. Question two: Why do you ruin everything fun? <laughs> Am I allowed to speak now? Yeah, you're allowed to speak. I didn't say you could. I speak. don't know what you were expecting I just to happen when you asked me a like, question that I knew the answer yes. to. Yes, <laughs> I just thought you'd say yeah, and then I didn't know if you'd say because I thought. <laughs> Have you heard Drippy's voice? Yeah, he's Welsh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. idiot, idiot. <laughs> I just. <laughs> been playing, Ben. Uh, I've been playing uh, Judgment, uh, the Yakuza spin-off series. That's right. You hide behind that bear. Yeah. Um. I think by the time the podcast releases, I will have finished it. Okay. Uh, because I'm right at the end now. And I have really enjoyed it. I think it's a great game. Uh, I will say that the... It's not distracting at all. I will say that the the tailing mechanic, which is something that the game employs quite often, it's like a little mini game kind of thing that it makes you do. And you Everyone loves tailing in games. Yes, they do. Assassin's you have to Creed. hide in specific places that are blue. You can hide. but And they'll turn around like every two paces and go... Yeah. yeah, like everyone does when they're walking along. Can you and see me? Sometimes, sometimes they'll double back just mm-hmm. to be annoying, and it's and not very fun. If you get too fun. far away, which is like if you try and go a different route to avoid being seen, it's like you're gonna lose the yeah. time. Yeah, and if you like, break oh. line of sight, even if you just manipulate the camera so that you can't see yeah. them anymore because they're behind something, it goes quick. They've gone. <laughs> Where are they? Um, so. When they they go on way too long and they're really boring, like they I don't think I've failed one, but they're just every time it happens, I'm like, oh god, another yeah. tailing moment. Uh, but that's like one small part of an otherwise very good game. It's also, and I'm starting to realize that perhaps this is just something endemic to Japanese developed games. Yeah, where's Ashton gone? Where's Ashton gone? Uh, I uh, especially those that have been localized uh, to the West. 
they do have a habit of just explaining the same thing over and over and over again mm -hmm. to the point where it's there's no there's no subtlety in this game at all and it will explain everything multiple times which does have me almost checking my watch every now and then right. if i had a watch like come on i yeah i get it we will understand what's going on here let's let's move along no we haven't explained it to this character yet they're not they don't know what's going right. on so it's it's a it's a japanese game and that is what you get with that um but i have enjoyed it i am looking forward to the new game that's coming out very soon but i don't think i'll play it at launch um but uh, yeah that's that's judgment mm. in a in a nutshell that's your judgment exactly that's my opinion and also a tiny bit of pokemon crystal i played last night as well. just uh, just making my just way through kanto having stuff. finished johto and yeah. the pokemon league uh, just defeating nice. a few fools and yeah. taking some names some pokey dollars tiny, tiny little bit of Warming yeah. up. Yes, and he's Welsh. Oh, welcome back, Ashton. Oh. Hello. Have you have you had enough of hiding now? I wasn't hiding. I was having a cuddle. A cuddle. A cuddle. cuddle. Molly cuddle. With my emotional support bear. Uh, it's time for question it's two. Time for question two. Which is going to be read in Welsh by <laughs> it's Ashton. It's not being read in Welsh. Okay. Why is Drippy on your paper? Ah, oh, you would know if you did let me finish my sentence. <laughs> this question comes from Jason Allenby. Hello, Ashton, Ben, and Peter. Hope you're all doing well. Last year, the, the Yakuza series came to Game Pass, so I get, decided to give Yakuza 0 a chance. I really enjoyed it, however, I never finished it. Now I'm playing Yakuza Like a Dragon, and I'm also really enjoying it as well. While I prefer the story of Zero, mo Zero more, I find myself sticking with Like a Dragon more because for, of one reason. It's in English. I find it way easier to get immersed in a game because I can watch and listen to everything rather than having to focus on reading the subtitles. Do you think there's, that most games should have language... Do you think that most games should have a language option? Thanks for the content. Have a great day. Confirmed. Jason Allenby Thanks, Jason. is racist. An no, I'm joking. Actual, <laughs> very oh much xenophobe. Wow. Not uh, racist. Wow. Not a, a xenophobe. It is more yakuza though. Yeah. Whoops. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon, Jason. Um, Jason. No, I think it's a good point by Jason because I, interestingly, uh, I don't. I always have subtitles turned on in everything yeah, that I too. do. Yeah. When I watch stuff on Netflix, when I play video games, and those are the only two things where subtitles exist, really. The only two things that you do. Music. Yeah, I've had the subtitles turned on when I'm listening to the radio yeah. and I'm reading a book. That's all subtitles, a book. Books are all subtitles. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I always have them turned on, um, partly because just if, if I just didn't quite catch something that was said, you might just be able to glance down and go oh, okay but without having to go like backtrack but also i find that um sometimes there will be little tiny like distant bits of dialogue just like background you know if someone's walking mm. through a crowd or something and it will actually show up on the subtitles what someone is saying and it can be quite interesting and just sort of just adds a bit more um interest and realism and immersion to like especially i think in like a a, a fictitious world you know if someone's walking through uh uh, like a, a sci-fi market or like a you know a, a fantasy town and there's just little bits and bobs of people talking about history and or like local mm. you know what's going on and oh ooh, that'll be five ducats please or whatever just you know things like that it's quite fun just to to get little extra bits and bobs mm. um so i mean personally i wouldn't have an issue playing a game that was subtitles based because it was in a language that i didn't speak 
Um, I even I have a slightly poncy opinion, which is one of the a, a film that I got not the most enjoyment out of, but it's up there. One of my top ten films, maybe, was something that I watched at about three o'clock in the morning. Um, I came back and put the TV on, and it was a film that was in Norwegian, mm. uh, but it was subtitled. Uh, and it, it tra- the title translates as The Bothersome Man. <laughs> and it's this guy who lives in this, like, horrible, um, what's the word, like, sort of purgatory world where... So it's just like a... It looks like a regular city. He's living in a city. He's got a job and a, and a home and stuff. But just everything is, like, completely bland. Like, he's he's got a job and he's got money and he's got a beautiful wife and uh i think he's got like a nice car and like nothing ever goes wrong i think his boss actually says to him like have you got have you got enough work to do and he's like yeah i think so and he's he's like you've not got too much work have you and he's like no no that's fine um but like nothing tastes good uh he sees this couple kissing and they're just sort of staring soullessly while they're making out with each other and it's about him trying to like get out of this world because he's the only one who realizes like why is everything so plain here and horrible mm. um anyway that's not video game related but and that's why yakuza should have that's why yakuza yeah but um so personally i'm more than happy playing games or watching films that are just subtitled but i can completely see why other people wouldn't and i think in that sense it would probably be, be beneficial to a game in terms of its sales to if possible have language options so mm. that people can play in English for, you know, for those who don't want to read subtitles or perhaps, you know, if they're visually impaired and they can't read subtitles, um, they might want to be able to just hello enjoy a game's story uh, just by listening to the dialogue rather than having to uh, to read it. Yeah, I also have subtitles on for most things I do. Um, I mean, I've just talked about playing a game muted, so that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But I also get distracted really easily. So sometimes having the audio in the background is not a bad thing because at least if I've got distracted by looking at like a cat or someone that's being a little bumhole in the other room, then at least I can like listen to what's going on on the screen. Um, I also was going to talk about films because there was the quote from Bong Joon-ho who directed Parasite that said, once you overcome the one inch tall barrier of subtitles, you'll be introduced to so many more amazing films, Um, which is like kind of savage and I love it. Um, But yeah, I think that if you're the kind of person that, you know, always has subtitles on, it's not necessarily a huge jump to like suddenly not be able to um, like understand because you're always reading subtitles anyway. But I think like you were saying, if there is a language option, like it makes the most sense, which is probably why they put it in like a dragon because it wasn't in zero. but yeah, I think most games tend to have a language option at this point because mm. um, not everyone plays it in English. There's normally language option for like lots of other languages. Um, so yeah. It's probably not always financially viable, I guess, yeah. even for, I mean, especially for smaller Peter, you studios. idiot. You've taken my point. Oh, oh. my God. This. <sighs> don't know why I did that. It's <laughs> why do you always ruin everything? Chaos. Japanese, Peter. Yeah, I don't know. God. Um, I don't. I tend not to have subtitles on, right? Especially for TV and film, because I read ahead and oh, I find yeah. it completely ruins the delivery. Of I've any learned not to do that. Moments. But yeah, um, or jokes. Like if you read like yeah, you just read the response. Response. You don't yeah. you don't get the delivery until yeah. like a second later. Yeah. yeah, I I ruin it for myself by not being able to look away from the subtitles. It's like when you're on FaceTime and you just sort of stare at yourself in the corner of the screen (laughs) and you're not paying any attention to what's going on. That's what I do with subtitles. I do have it on 
uh, for games occasionally, especially uh, JRPGs and the like, because there's a lot of um, non-Western names that mm-hmm. I just inherently have difficulty remembering or differentiating or sometimes just knowing what a MacGuffin is in a certain game as well, like a non-Japanese game is also useful, like place names and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you hear them say it a few times. You're like, what? how would you even spell that? Like, I'm not even sure. It, yeah. Sometimes it helps uh, give you context for the world and mm-hmm. the people in it. Uh, so I'll have it on for some games. I, d- I definitely do for, I, I've definitely had it on for Judgment, which is actually fully localized um, voice-wise uh, to, to English, uh, which is handy. But I've played a few Yakuza games before, and I do, I totally understand where Jason comes from. Uh, is coming from, sorry. I'm assuming he comes from somewhere. Uh, not Japan. Not Japan, <laughs> not Japan yeah. Uh, you're right, though, Peter. It does come down to money. It, it comes down to the speed at which these things can be localized, especially for a game that is so Japanese as to be set in Japan. Uh, the localization probably does take some time to get down. There are mm. still a lot of things in even Judgment that are like, ooh, that doesn't really translate very well. It's a little bit yeah. not very great sort of, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It's a bit pervy. Why have they done that? Right. That's not good. That's not acceptable in the West. Whereas, uh, yeah, whereas if you translate something from Spanish or German or French or something, mm, that probably... Has a one-to-one yeah. correlation pretty much. But yeah, yeah it is. it is complex. But then you have to take into consideration that perhaps... This was the much like uh, Parasite. This was mm-hmm. the the creators, the developers' vision. They want their game to be experienced in Japanese with a Japanese voice cast because that is how they want you to play their game with subtitles. Um, but again, it comes down to money. I would never begrudge anybody for choosing uh, the dub versus sub argument, mm. especially I know that's that's big in the anime community right. and stuff. Some people prefer it to be dubbed. Some people prefer it in the original Japanese with English subtitles. Uh, I'd never begrudge anybody either way. So ultimately, yes, all games should have as many language options as possible. You're not losing anything by offering the choice as long as, you know, fans of what they may considered to be the true experience it being in Japanese is still on the table and Mm -hmm. still an option for people it just you know it could conceivably end up delaying the game way more than it Mm. it it would be you already get Yakuza games coming out in Japan sometimes a year and a half before it comes out in the west and that was just to be localized subtitle and you know UI wise if you add a voice cast too that's going to take even longer and if they hold back the Japanese version as well Mm -hmm. then Japanese fans are going to be annoyed because it's like well just give us our version if it's ready ready, and especially if you apply this just broadly across all the video games and say oh whether it's you know JRPGs or just all games all games should have language options imagine something like Skyrim or something having voice voice acting in loads of different languages i know there are yeah. some different languages i've seen like footage online of them speaking like spanish and stuff but whether you know those games are, are dubbed into every single language of of the countries that game is available in i don't know um maybe they are i don't know but as i just just said the same sentence twice but yeah they they may well be yeah um but it seems like a whole lot of work you know whenever you imagine the process of voice acting uh, for example, a Bethesda RPG game, it always seems like, oh, thousands and thousands of lines of dialogue. And that's mm. just you imagining it in English. Yeah. And if yeah. you like multiply that by 
localization is not just translation. It's, no. It's making jokes and turns of phrase make sense contextually within another language. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a great video. I'm not sure if it, it may be no clip who do the amazing documentaries on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, when they spoke to CD Projekt Red about The Witcher 3 and they were talking about all the hoops they had to jump through to localize that world and those accents, yeah. you know, the broad range of English and, you know, I suppose UK accents into uh, Jesus. What is going on upstairs? Someone's doing a big clomp upstairs. There's but yeah, they, they had to they had to do so much just because there's so many accents in the game. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when you're translating that into, you know, dozens and dozens of different languages and dialects, it can, it can get really complicated to make it for example, appropriate for a different uh, market. In Japan, you couldn't necessarily have something called Henry the Hoover because there's alliteration there, but the Japanese word for vacuum cleaner might not begin with an H or a V exactly. sound. What would drippy sound like in Japanese? Oh, Welsh, probably. Have they stopped? They've stopped. <laughs> no, no, they've not. Okay. It's a really complicated issue, but yes, as many languages as possible time permitting yes. i suppose yeah uh, but i don't think you necessarily lose much from the experience of consuming media mm -hmm. with subtitles in a different language it's just that you perhaps would be more focused on the bottom portion of the screen than everything else that's going on on it than you would be if you understood the actual language that was being spoken well the unfortunate yeah. thing as well is that there are some games that are literally just all japanese like they they don't have subtitle that they're, they're, they're just mm. japanese games mm. um and other other nations too but uh i'm thinking in particular about the ps1 you yeah. know that's got a huge library of uh american and european and japanese games but um there are probably i would say there's like a, maybe a quarter of the games are just japanese only yeah and if you can't read or understand japanese you just can't play those games which mm -hmm. is a shame um so you know that would be but that's going way back things weren't as simple back then they weren't no, they weren't. Despite yeah. what your grandma says. Yes. She says they were simpler back they then. They flip him work. No, they weren't, grandma. It's it always wasn't as been easy. on fire. We're just more aware of it now. Yeah. You all right, Ashton? Yeah, fine. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just, just letting you guys talk. I didn't have any. Oh, that's okay. Add. Sorry. Just, check, just checking in on you. Just yeah. giving I'm Emma sure a... you and Emma are fine. Like, we're just hanging out. Okay. Yeah. I like good. it when she's here because I can just like hang out with Emma while you guys talk. Mm-hmm. You can talk too. Yeah. I didn't have anything to add, <laughs> so fine. I was just sitting quietly. <laughs> i tell you what you might have. Sometimes or... when I talk, Ben says, Oh my God. So then I have to be quiet. So I've learned that I just be quiet when my Ben's God. I, I do not shush you. <laughs> I, feel like the, I feel like the child in a divorce family. This is, you know, just this is extremely <laughs> uncomfortable. I'm being put on the spot on camera. Two weeks ago, you said we had to put our fingers on our lips. Yeah, because you were misbehaving. <laughs> I don't like. Can we do weird, weird news, news, please? <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. Peter, what have you found this week? I've not found nothing. Danny Haney Nobody found it. Nobody tells me nothing. Nobody tells me nothing. Danny Haney found it and sent it to us on Facebook we do a post every week on Twitter and Facebook saying, hey, send us your weird news so we don't have to look for it. Yes. Uh, so thank you, Danny, for this. This is according to thegamer.com. That's the other thing I like about people finding weird news is I don't have to just go to Kotaku every single time, which is a good source of weird news, but I just feel bad about constantly going there. Uh, thegamer.com. Cookie Clicker has an achievement name so long that it breaks Steam. Oh, good. This okay. is great. Achievement names on Steam can get disturbingly long, is the little byline. And this is by Joshua Robertson, published two days ago, time of recording. Usually, an achievement name is some kind of clever pun or funny joke to reward the player for accomplishing a certain feat or task. The developer behind Cookie Clicker has instead been getting experimental with the game's achievements on Steam, creating an achievement name that is literal sentences long. A paragraph. A paragraph, indeed. <laughs> a child. Uh, a child. A stanza. First discovered by Twitter user DogGiven. I think that's like a God-given pun. Dog, uh, is, dog is God backwards. Okay. Dogs are gods. They are. Uh, cookie <laughs> Clicker's achievement for having players bake 10 sextillion cookies per second doesn't actually fit on screen. Instead, the name just wanders off screen, rambling about the personal life of Adolphus W. Green, creator of the National Biscuit Company. The entire name of the achievement is as follows. <clears throat> There's really no hard limit to how long these achievement names can be. And to be quite honest, I'm rather curious to see how far we can go. Adolphus W. Green, 1844 to 1917, started as the principal of the Gorton School in 1864. By 1865, he became the second assistant librarian at the New York Mercantile Library. This is an achievement name. We're, we're still going. The 18, from 1867 to 1869, he was promoted to full librarian. From 1869 to 1873, he worked for Evarts, Southmade, and Ch Choate, a law firm co-founded by William M. Evarts, Charles Ferdinand Southmade, and Joseph Hodges Choate. He was admitted to the New York State Bar Association in 1873. Anyway, how has your day been? Very good. Oh, nice. That was a nice addition. Are they hoovering the bathroom? I'm not sure. 
Sounds like they're hoovering this room. Wow, we should never, ever record on a Wednesday again, never, should we? Ever. This is the loudest day. Wednesdays it's, are bad days. It's a bad day when the cleaner comes in. And Jesus. we appreciate their work. But Yes, we do. But can you do sake. it quietly and after we're gone? The fact that Steam achievement names can even get this long is amazing in itself, but the cookie clicker developer seeing it as an opportunity to teach people about the creator of a high-profile biscuit manufacturer is a joke straight off off the top shelf, apparently, <laughs> according to thegamer.com. That is one of the funniest things I have ever, ever heard. read. Best oh joke. my god. Best um, joke. There is a screenshot here of someone who's got the achievement and what it looks like on Steam. There you go. <laughs> It does just break the website. <laughs> it just goes all just the goes way off, off the edge. Um, fantastic. Uh, the article, I think, continues, but I've just closed it by accident. Uh, but it's, it is a joke straight off the top shelf. Of course. Um, it's this high level of absurd humor that has made Cookie Clitter the cult classic that it is today, starting off as a silly browser. Oh, it's just filler, isn't it? Actually, <laughs> that stuff comes first, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're fine. Born Not bad for a browser game about clicking on a cookie. Source PC Gamer. There you go. Gamer. Thanks, Thanks, PC, PC Gamer. Gamer. Thanks, The Gamer as well. Fantastic news. Um, Fantastic news. Very weird. Weird. Ashton? Um, my weird news comes from Michael Malan, Sam Almond, and Johnny Mac at Johnny Mac 13 on Twitter. Um, they all sent me different websites. This story was on three different websites. It was on this one, Nintendo Life, I think, and one other one that I literally could not read because it made my brain hurt. Oh, no. But I went for Kotaku. We know that one. Um, and it's in the odds and ends section of their website by Brian Ashcraft. Random. Random. Mm. Beat this dentist at, Sp at Smash Bros. Get a free teeth cleaning. Lose, and you have to tell everyone online that a dentist kicked your butt. So you oh. have to give him a it's teeth nice cleaning. <laughs> you get all your teeth pulled out. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's very good. Oh, he looks nice. Dentists Smash your teeth. Yeah. Freak me out a bit, but that's fine. For many, the dentist office is an awful place. Personally, I hate going to the dentist. Oh, my God, same, Brian. <laughs> um, but Dr. Tej A. Shah... Has video games and but okay has video games and if you kick his ass in Smash Bros he'll clean your teeth for free. Yes. If you lose, however, you must post on your social media account that you lost the dent to a dentist at Zen Family Dental in Massachusetts. Okay, yes, this is a publicity stunt for a dental clinic. Yes, fine, I get it, but it's a very good one. And considering how much I dislike going to the dentist, props to the low-key way Dr. Shah is encouraging people to come and get their teeth cleaned. On Reddit, Dr. Shah will detailed the rules of the challenge. These are the rules. Okay. It's valid one per patient, only one challenge. Must challenge Dr. Shah, in brackets, me, in Zen family, family Dental at 5 Home Avenue. That's the address. Smash Bros. Ultimate for Nintendo Switch. Provided by Dr. Shah. You are allowed to bring in any controller as long as it connects to the Switch. I do have a GameCube adapter. Now, the third rule. Stock three battle with six minute time limit. No, no items, no final smash. Final destination style level, no level damage. If a patient loses, they must post on social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, etc., about the loss at Zen Family Dentist. Free cleaning does not include exam or radiographs that are required before the cleaning. I am open every Friday, Saturday, Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., but close Monday to Thursday. Weird opening times for a dentist, but okay. Mm. You have to make the challenge during regular open hours, um, and then you have to sign up via the link. 
Um, note, if you win, the cleaning is free, but you must have to... Uh, this is like now back into the article. If you win, the cleaning is free, but you must have an exam and x-rays, which Dr. Shah claims are the cheapest in the state. I'm probably going to the Smash tournament again sometime in October. The reception area is large enough to fit eight people, even without, even with social distancing. What a cool dentist. Heck, the doctor even has Zelda and Final Fantasy examination rooms. What? <laughs> that's the end. The end. Wow, I like that. I wish oh, I was. I, like that. I wish I cared enough about Smash Bros to be good at it. Because mm-hmm. that's oh. sorry, there's a video. hi, Starling Bank. Because that's a real like that's a bragging rights game, isn't it? Yeah. You don't. There's not really an equivalent on other platforms. So, want a game of Smash? Oh, who's your who's your main? Flipping dentist. Peak dentist. Dentist. <laughs> I'm the. I like to be the dentist character. Yeah. They've uploaded a video of him challenging people. Okay. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, I would. Can I just say, um, I would have preferred it if he'd been charging people to Fortnite because then when he was done, he could say... Floss, yeah. Oh, Ben, please. Sorry, sorry. Come oh, on. You sorry. Ruined floss, everything yeah. Sorry. Remember to floss. What? What? Sorry. Jesus. Just because you can, Ben, doesn't mean you should. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm too clever. I'm 12 steps ahead at all times. Do you know what you just did there? I know what you're You looked ahead on the subtitles you and did. read the punchline to everyone. The Peter Austin subtitles. That's what you just did. I did. I do. I do you. have PeterAustin.srt downloaded into my brain hole. Yeah. And I know what's going on. Ashton, please play the, play the video. You lose, you have to tell the whole world that you lost to a dentist. Ugh. <laughs> a dentist. A dentist. Ugh. How dentist. embarrassing. A fate worse than death. How many views does that have? It has 40k views. Oh, wow. Famous dentist. Famous dentist. Oh, yeah. Big uh, famous dentist. <laughs> I've got some weird news for you. Oh, yeah? yeah? This is from Toby at Ketchup Duncan on Twitter. Fun. It's also Kotaku. Mm-hmm. And the title of this is... The Halo 2 condom. Right. Here we go. Halo right. 2 condom. This is an old... It's probably gone out of date by now. Do not oh, use it has. the I'm Halo 2 condom. I'm looking at a photo condom. of it and it says 2009 on it. Right. So there we are. In 2021, video... This is Luke Plunkett, by the way. Of course. In 2021, video game marketing tends to be pretty slick, but it wasn't that long ago that the medium, in the process of trying to drag itself out of the advertising dark ages of the 1980s and 90s, was still prone to some decisions that have aged a lot worse than the games they were selling. <laughs> so I felt like that sentence was ending, but it didn't. And few have aged as poorly as the official Halo 2 condom which, as you can see by the foil packaging Microsoft went to the trouble of making, sure was legally cleared and certified as a functional prophylactic. The coming soon was, I'm sure, just a coincidence. Would you like to see it? Prepare your ring world. Oh, there it is. Look at it. Oh, it looks really cheap and rubbish. It's got a special box. a silver packet. Have you got a condom in your wallet? No. What? Halo 2. No. Hello, hello to you too. Yeah. Oh, very good. Finish the fight. <laughs> uh, I'm That's trying to find where I was in the, in the thing now. As you can probably imagine, 17 years later, these are getting pretty rare. And this one has surfaced recently because it was picked up by Xbox Collector at Gamebox UKV. 
And there's an embedded tweet. This one's extremely rare. The official Xbox hashtag Halo 2 promotional condom has featured in a 343 video on YouTube. Oh. I only know of one other in collector's hands. This one's new in box. <laughs> Good. Not used. I'm not. very, I'm very happy for him that he got one that was specifically new in box, given the horrific alternative. As he says, there aren't many of these out there in 2021. He only knows of one other in the hands of a collector. Though you can see... Uh, another that Microsoft has sitting around in the archives here in this video by Halo Studio 343 from last year. And it embeds a video there. Uh, but uh, there we go. Here is the another photo of the Halo condom. Eventually. Eventually. There we are. Look, it's got like all this little collector's packaging. It's good to play, play together. together. As long as you're safe. That's yeah. what it says. And then on the condom it says coming soon. Yeah. So there we are. Uh, someone held on to a Halo do, uh, Halo do, Halo Two condom for uh, well over a decade. He might not have intended to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Ashton! He bought it in two thousand and what nine? Nine. Oh no! Oh. But all he's been doing is just lying in bed, master chiefing. Never <laughs> <laughs> uh, mind. Is uh, Grunt anything? Uh, Luke, Luke Plunkett did go on to make those kinds of jokes in the closing paragraph, yeah. and the comments were very upset. Because oh really? Like, this it, this is sexist, and it's implying that ladies wouldn't want it, and that they don't play games, and Look. the stereotype is tired. And Look, yeah, they really went woman, to war with Luke. I'm just saying, if a man pulled out a Halo Two condom, what? Yes or no? I can't be held back. Okay, <laughs> it's just too good, but not one from 2009. No, you would rather it was a. I'd say, a wow, Halo that's Infinite really nice. Condom. Let's put it on the bedside table, mm. and we'll find one that's not out. Of date. And we'll play some Halo. Make we'll sure Halo your condom condoms your condoms are within date, and also don't keep them in wallets because it wears them down, and they shouldn't be kept in a wallet. Mm -hmm. uh, that's bad. Don't do that. No, that's my weird news. Let's move on to another question, shall we? Please. Yes. Uh, this is from Jules, with two O's. Jules. Yeah, go on, Peter. Oh, my God. Really, it felt really clever, didn't it, that. to rip yeah, that up really at good. the moment? It's actually conveniently just on one little sheet here. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, BAP. Hope you are well. In an interview this week, Yakuza, or Yakuza, director... Another Yakuza question. There was, two Yaku there was quite a lot of Yakuza mentions right now. Yeah. I'm glad you guys interjected there because it gave me a moment to just read the name Kazuki Hosokawa yeah. in my that head. Sounds pretty sounds correct. I say it about right. We you might need subtitles it. for that. Stated that uh, he thought Kazumi Kiryu could easily beat John Wick in a fight. Which video game movie protagonists would you pit against each other and who would your money be on? Mm. Have we all brought a few? I bought two. Uh, two. I brought uh, one that I then scribbled out because we might play it for worst games ever. But on the other hand, I think I can actually say it. I think because it'll still be a good episode, so I can say it. Uh, but I, then I brought another, my other answer, okay, which I'll say first. I would really like to see a crossover of Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> versus Pacific Rim. Specific rim. Specifically, specifically rim. specifically rim. Yeah, I would like to see that. I mean, that would. Okay, no, I won't go there. Uh, I would like to see that. You could do a kind of medieval style, uh, or you know, an oldie worldie fantasy Pacific rim. Yeah. So you could have the what they call the Jaegers yeah. as, as like big war machines, like big siege engines, um, being operated by several people, and they're like punching colossal. What? By the Australians? <laughs> yeah, isn't the main character in Pacific Rim Australian? Oh, uh, I've not seen or it. Or is that the second one? Uh, I don't know. Some of them were Japanese because I think uh, it Did was Did every set country have their own big the robot thing? Um, I mean, there are two films. And one I of think... them has John, your boy, Jaeger in it. 
Does it? I think so. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. I've not seen Does he do an American films. accent in it? No, because he's the son of a guy from the first one who is also British. All right, mate. All right. Mate, mate, mate. John. Well, I killed his big Off of the Star Wars. Ooh. They really did me dirty. I hate them. What a crap set of films. Yeah. Really sad about it, actually. What uh, a disappointment. They've actually, there's been talk of doing Pacific Rim crossover with, I can't even remember now whether it's the Godzilla King Kong franchise that's happening. Oh, God, okay. Or, or maybe it was... Um, the Dark Universe. Uh, Flipping, what's it called? Cloverfield. <laughs> Cloverfield. What? So we won't get to see any of the action because the camera's going to be like, whoa. Oh I'm so, just so pointing be, at their so faces. Like, I'm so selfie, scared. Selfie mode. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. There's a huge fight happening a over there. Bit of John Boyega's Head. Pacific Rim Jaeger yeah. fly past in the background. It's an arm. Um, so there's already talk of doing Pacific Rim crossovers with other movies. Um, and I think a Shadow of Colossus Pacific Rim that, as I say, it would be like old old sort of stylized siege engine Jaegers mm. instead of the the super electronic cool robot So who ones. would win? Uh, I think... Out of a Colossus. Which one? Do you have a preference? All of them. All of them? All That's of the them. thing, yeah. Combined into one giant... Isn't that giant... Pacific Rim's kind of thing? Is that yeah, Pacific Rim has loads of different kaiju in it. Um, right. And the robots fight the kaiju. So it's just going to be a big old war. war. Yeah. yeah. War. And maybe you would tie it in so it's not set post actual Shadow of the Colossus as though that's already happened in universe. It would be like kind of the story of Shadow of the Colossus, but uh, instead of a boy stabbing the Colossi, it's big robots killing them. So they would all die, they would all die. Right. And then the big Dormammu would be released at the end yeah. and try and destroy everyone. And then Dormammu. the the guy would come and, and and deal with it and turn, turn the, the Pacific Rim Jaegers into a baby, I suppose. would ha That's what would happen at the end. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. The other one that I had written down, uh, and you'll see it's similar. You'll see where I got to Pacific Rim from this. I would like to see Godzilla fight Demolition Girl. <laughs> wow. Demolition Girl is a worst game ever that we will maybe play one day. Uh, we've only looked at the box art, so yeah. we don't know what the game is going to be like. But it's a PS2 game uh, with a giant, giant woman, si skyscraper-sized woman, um, who I believe is in a bikini and just goes around like a like a Godzilla, smashing up the city. What a battle! Um, or is it this one? Uh, that's it. There she is, Demolition Girl. I mean, it's tasteless. It's wow. terrible. It's it's very noughties wow. and naughty. Um, she big. She big. She big. She bigger she than big. ever. Uh, so I'm not for one minute saying, "Oh yeah, love to see that film." Oh, you go on, give me that. Yeah, I don't. I was. I certainly wasn't thinking. Good. That. I'm yeah. glad. Glad to that hear that. Voice made me so. Me too. That's what I don't want you to picture me ever. as. So in giving you the picture, now you don't have to think about it. I'm I just think it would be like funny and rubbish. Would you like to hold Emma's hand. She might help you with your uncomfortable. Oh, mind the microphone, Emma. Steady, Emma. Emma, please. We have to um, go the long way around. There we go. So that's what I'd like to see uh, in a kind of B-movie sort of, you know, Sharknado kind of thing. Um, Demolition Girl fighting Godzilla. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm just welcoming you. Emma. Welcome, Emma. Welcoming Emma to the, to the football team. Welcome to the family, son. Speaking of welcome to the family, son, yeah. I would like to see Ethan Winters versus literally anyone because that man <laughs> is invincible. <laughs> I cannot win. die. Um, yeah, I think you could put anyone against Ethan Winters and, you know, you just keep growing his hands back and that and it'll be all right. What about that guy from that really obscure Japanese game where your all your limbs can fall off 
and even when you get t- totally destroyed, you're just a head rolling around on the floor. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I want to say it's what a Suda 51 game. I'm going to have to look. I'll let you know. But Maybe Ethan Winters versus Deadpool because they've kind ago. of got similar yeah. abilities. Ethan Winters is good against tall women. So I'd like to see Ethan Winters versus Demolition Girl. Yeah, they're both video games though, so it doesn't... Oh, true. Okay, I'd like to see Ethan Winters against the woman from Monsters vs. Aliens, the animated movie where she's a giant. And she's played by like Cameron Diaz. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Um, or alternatively, I'd like to see Lara Croft versus Black Widow. Oh, um, okay. Because Black Widow would win because Lara Croft is just somehow lucky that she doesn't die for the entire games that she's in. Um, and Black Widow is just a badass. But I also think that before like Black Widow killed Lara Croft, they'd actually just end up being friends, and then Lara Croft would just end up joining the Avengers mm-hmm. because women supporting women. What are you looking at? The Japanese game. The name of this game is. Yeah, women supporting women, and they'd fight, and then they'd be like, "Hey, you're pretty good at fighting." And she'd yeah. be like, "Oh, thank you so much. My name's Lara Croft. Let's go find something in the something Antarctic, old. Uh, old, a magical creature or something." And she'd be like, "Yeah, sick. Let's go." I'd and like to see. Go. There should be a like a body cop movie with a body cop movie. <laughs> yeah. Lara Croft. And I found it. There should be a movie where. Um, Lara Croft, Nathan Drake, Indiana Jones, and maybe like the people from The Mummy on National Treasure. I would like to see Lara Croft all race kick Indiana Jones's ass. I wasn't going to say fight. I hate Indiana Jones. I love the movies when I was younger, and I watched them like last year, and I was like, this guy sucks. Yeah, he's the worst. Mm -hmm. So I think dislike video dislike should beat the heck. Because Indiana Jones. I mean, they could either fight. Prove a point. Or I was just going to say it's like Rat Race or something. Yeah. But you rat know, race. Um, Tem- well, Temple Run <laughs> with Mr. B. Yeah, Rat, rat Race. race. Rat except race. instead of driving in cars, they are going through a tomb. It's right. just like Rat Race, except yeah. nothing. Race. T- they're they're racing, is what I'm saying. It's jungle Run. Jungle Run. Yeah, Jungle Run. Perfect. Takeshi's Castle. Yeah. I found the game. It's not Suda Fifty One, although it flipping well could be. It's called Never Dead. Um, it was released for PS3 and Xbox 360 in 2012. The protagonist is an, immor- is an immortal, it says, and will be able to survive severe en- injuries. Over time, the player will lose body parts and will have to collect removed limbs by rolling into them. Uh, and it just, yeah, it's, so it's all collect, very like, silly. your hand first? I think your you hand just, just like sticks hand... out of your head. Oh, I was going to say, it's like the hand connected to your neck and you're just like... No, I think the head just still just sort of weirdly rolls around. I only played the demo for it, but it was very much a curiosity. What was that? Well, if the hand is connected to the head, as it rolls, it's just going to go. Yeah, it is. It's just going to slap the the floor as it goes. Yeah. I have a few. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, Just going to the John Wick versus Kaz point that was made uh, by Jules. I think, I mean, if it was an unarmed fight... Maybe it would be a tightly contested matchup, mm-hmm. but Kaz isn't bulletproof, and John, John Wick, Wick tends to just use guns a lot. Right. So if they were just to go at it right. in their in their home environments, there's a good chance Kaz would die really fast. But if he hit John Wick like with a bicycle or something, <laughs> you know the kind of stuff that yeah, that does. Kaz is prone to do. Then John Wick is equally boned in this situation. Do you think Kaz would have killed John Wick's dogs? That's no, funny. no. Kaz is a wonderful man who looks after orphans at an orphanage, even though he's a he's a yakuza with a heart. So he might like he's like didn't kill the dogs, but just a man in the way. Yeah. Okay. If he's like if John Wick, would John kill Wick him. accidentally knocks over something 
Kaz cares about. Like John Wick maybe shoots up a karaoke lounge yeah. or something. <laughs> Kaz is in there busting some moves on the dance floor and John Wick has a shootout in there and then Kaz is like, something threatening in Japanese well, with subtitles. Well, maybe challenges him to a hand-to-hand -hand fight. Yeah, in right. which case I think John Wick is bar. maybe in trouble. And then while they're like hand-to-hand -hand combat, someone's just singing like, I will survive, <laughs> <Yeah>. like really <laughs> oh, badly no, no, in the no, background. Yeah, absolutely. We should make that movie. We just get it made. Yeah. Uh, Duke Nukem versus Gaston from um, Beauty and the Beast. Who would win? Oh, oh um, I hope like Gaston. Gaston would win just because Duke is just a yeah. bit of an arsehole. Yeah, but I mean, Gaston's also a bit. Of well, I mean, it's yeah, all, it's all bluster and match. I think isn't I'd it, hope they both punch each other in the head and just knock each other <laughs> they out. They both yeah. died simultaneously. <laughs> At the same time. Kratos uh -huh. versus Thanos. I was thinking Thanos, but I couldn't think of anyone that I wanted to pair them with. But well, Kratos better, is but such a good Thanos with the gauntlet or not? Thanos, yeah. mm, Sam, Thanos with the gauntlet, no one can beat Thanos no. with the well, gauntlet. Well, God, I think Kratos could. Well, maybe like the he's Avengers got, he's got the, gauntlet, the gauntlet and he's got maybe like two gems. What So sort of Thanos at the opening of Infinity War when yeah. he encounters Thor. Yeah. Yeah, that bit. You know the bit, Peter, don't you? Well, I was just about fan. to say, having never... This is one thing I'm curious about and not curious enough to watch the entire film or set of films. Mm. How come Thanos doesn't just... I know he, he clicks his fingers to, like, make, like, half the universe die or mm. something because it's overpopulated. Is that his motivation there? Yes, but he needs he needs all of the gems to do it. Mm. He doesn't get one of the gems until right before he clicks, like yeah. if that's what you're asking. So he, he does that, and then yeah. there's the film after that, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Why, when people are coming at him to, to get him, doesn't he just... Because that gauntlet can just do anything, can't mm. it? Why does yeah. he just make them all die? Because the whole narrative is that he's not actually evil. He's in the just sense done that it he's for that overpopulation. wants to kill people. It's just that he wants to cure the world. Right, and he kills right. enough of them yeah, on, he on kills the way there for it to. A lot if he them. killed all of them, I just feel like if franchise. someone's coming to stop you, why not just say no? You are a dog now. <laughs> I mean, he did pretty you much do that to now. a couple of people in the okay. film. Yeah. So he he shows all of it. He it's wet. It's a MacGuffin and it's overpowered as hell. Yeah. But I think if it was Kratos versus Thanos, the Thanos in Endgame, where there's the big battle scene. Thanos sans gems where he's just the mad titan who's extremely good at fighting yeah. but doesn't have any magical abilities. I think Thanos would be killed by Kratos yeah. pretty pretty handily, to be honest. Yeah. Is Kratos immortal or is he not? No, no, he's not immortal, but he's very hard to kill. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he has survived like death a few strong. times. Yeah, well, I know that, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's and immortal. And he's real angry. He is angry. He's real angry, yeah. yeah. And he, he hates gods. Hades. He really hates gods. So Flippin' I guess, hates like, gods, yeah. Kind of Thanos kind of thinks he's a god, so... Maybe Thanos has, has clicked... Uh, the boy into nothingness boy. and then somehow lost the gauntlet and then yeah. Kratos is really mad. He's so furious. Mm -hmm. He's never not furious. No, but no. Yeah, you don't really need to give him a reason. Furious. He's really cross. Yeah. Yeah. Next one, Scorpion off of Mortal Kombat mm -hmm. versus Dominic Toretto from Fast and Furious. I don't know who that is. Scorpion would win. Dom, you don't know Dom? Oh, Vin Diesel's Vin character. Diesel. Right, okay. Because he is also someone who has... The family. He has He has the family He's got all the cars, but also he has movie immunity in that he has been in so many death-defying situations mm -hmm. and has always walked away without a scratch. I don't think he can be killed. Well, but Scorpion's been fatalityed by countless people. But this is the but... final fight. This <laughs> the is the final, final fight. Whoever dies, their franchise Forever ends. dead. Right. Scorpion would win. You think Scorpion would be? He's a supernatural beat... being. You think he'd beat Dom Toretto? Yeah. 
What He's got you? a skull for I a I think face. Dom has the power of family on his side. He does. So he would be fine. He's yeah. an infinity gem of its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Power of God and family on my side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final one. Squirtle mm. off of Pokemon. Yeah. We red know or that blue. One. Versus Lassie, the dog from the films. You can make Lassie fight. I'm going to make Squirtle fight. And they just lick each other, I think. I Ooh. feel like if Lassie got close enough to Squirtle, Squirtle would be dead instantly. Yeah, just okay. go for the jugular. Yeah, exactly. But Squirtle might be able to squirt Lassie away, keep Lassie at bay. Yeah, I don't know how much water would affect Lassie because they'd just be like a wet dog. Well, I suppose they've got a lot of fur, so maybe it would just weigh them down. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's a, remember that smell Squirtle's power. powers, they aren't, you know, they aren't just a, a light hosing down. I There's some real forced force behind the blast mm. it's called water gun not yeah water but i've jet. seen a water gun and it hasn't it wouldn't do that much not a little water <laughs> pistol <laughs> not a water pistol i'm just saying i think squirtle could drown does squirtle just have one easily. attack or two many 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 depending on what level it is yeah. well what's on the do you know what's on the card i think just all one. the best moves yeah surf uh hydro pump body slam does lassie bite. have the ability to summon a well <laughs> I mean, that's a great question. To throw but Squirtle down. That wouldn't that wouldn't kill Squirtle because Squirtle would thrive in Depends that aquatic environment. Depends how deep the pit is, I guess. Depends how much water is in the well. <laughs> yeah, as well. yeah, exactly. There we are. That's all the ones I brought. Okay, they're good. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they are good. Thanks, Ben. You're welcome. Anyway, let's move on to something so large that we saved it until last. It's the big discussion. Some weak, some weak efforts there. <laughs> Big discussion time. It's time for the big discussion. This week's big discussion comes from Callum Story, who asks, Hey, Bap, my friends and I are currently playing Grounded together, and one of them has done no combat or exploration for 30 or so hours and instead has spent all his time and our resources building an elaborate palace which serves no purpose except to be admired as a masterpiece of architectural design. Good for him. What's the most fun you've had slash time you've spent ignoring set objectives and doing something off the beaten path in a video game? Me and my friends once had a Minecraft server together where we built an airport, like a really big, giant, like, terminal airport with a big glass frontage and a nice architectural roof. We had had this, like, curved roof that was inspired by a wing design. Did you put Um, a Greg's in there? uh, We didn't get as far as putting a load of stuff inside, but we built a runway with lights on it. And then... On the same server, we built a giant sky ship, like just a, it was just like a pirate ship, but just in the sky. It didn't have like a a, a Zeppelin balloon or anything like that. It was just, mm-hmm. just a ship up in the sky. And that was huge. And that had an interior. It had like a hold and a captain's quarters and a mast and a crow's nest. And, oh, it just went on and on and on. And we had a great time doing it. Um, also, something that I think I've mentioned podcasts and podcasts ago like probably a, over a year now um me and my peter's gamer uncle trademarked were once playing halo combat evolved uh, on co-op mode and there was a level on that campaign called um the silent cartographer which is the beach level for those who don't remember the names of the the levels and uh, about halfway through that no right at the beginning actually of that um level you get given a warthog so we're driving around, and uh, when you get given a, a warthog in uh, Halo, you want to keep it for as long as you can. You know, it's pretty OP, especially back in those days when the vehicles didn't blow up. 
Um, so it's indestructible. It's got a big chain gun on the back. It's great. Um, we then got to the bit in the game where you're no longer on the beach. You have to go indoors. And there was a door that the warthog shouldn't fit through. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were like, we can get this warthog through the door. So we lined it up and uh, he was in the warthog at the front, right up to the door. I went outside to the bottom of the cliff where there's a spare warthog that's been like blown up and it's got all these bodies lying around it. I got that one, drove it up, and we just rammed this warthog through the door mm-hmm. and we were doing it for five minutes. Were you wearing your Halo 2 condom or the warthog Of course, might get absolutely. Um, and it was like glitching through. I mean, the hole was literally too small. Like it was this little aperture. Um, and we were like, no, it will go in. And it did. And we got it through. And I think eventually we then encountered a bit where we couldn't get it any further. But we kept that that buggy for much longer than we should have done. You weren't going to give up. We weren't. And I remember just tears streaming down our face as we watched this car sort of glitch its way through this, this door. Because it sort of got into the hole, but not enough that it would come out the other side. So it's just like freaking out, and shaking all over the place. Um, great. Had a, had a wonderful time. Um, and we spent a long time doing it for not much reward on the other side of the door. But nice. the reward, it was all in the journey, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it was friends great. you made along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if it was, I mean, it was fun for a bit and then it was not fun. I spent a long, long time, like a good couple of hours trying to get my stuff back in Valheim after I died on a mountain. Um, and it's really hard once you're down the mountain because you need like wolf fur and silver armor to get onto the mountain and not die of freezing. But I'd lost all my armor and wolf fur on the mountain. So I was like trying to get back with like trying not to die before I made it to my uh, body. And I must have died like a good 10 times. You mean just like running through the cold? Just like, we can make it this time. We're going to do it. We're going to do it just like sprinting along. And obviously I didn't make it. So maybe I'll make myself a antifreeze potion still didn't make it and i was like we can do this i believe it and eventually like i'm just gonna go get your stuff because we can't keep just running blindly into the <laughs> mountains and trying to get there um also in minecraft but mod- modded minecraft um i like had enough coins from doing some of the challenges to like buy a magic tnt block it doesn't just like explode it either like oh. mines down or it does like a big explosion or something just on like a server with yeah. special things well, yeah so it's just like a modded Oh, modded. I thought you said modern. No, no, no. But me and Ben. (laughs) Modern (laughs) Minecraft. Playing. And I was like, I'm going to get this TNT and see what happens. So I bought it and I like set it off. And this huge explosion as it burrowed like all the way down to the center of the earth. To the bedrock. And MB was just like, what was that noise? What is going on? I was like, nothing. Everything's fine. As I stared down into this huge pit that I'd created. So I spent a good couple of hours trying to figure out how I was going to deal with the pit that was like meters from the front door of the base that we'd created. And I was like, nothing, everything's fine. And he walked over and was like, oh my God. What did you do? What have you done? I was like, resources, look. He was like, yeah, if you can get to the bottom without dying. So I was like, yeah. I spent a couple of hours trying to solve the issue of the huge hole and get all the stuff out of it before it despawned. But Mm. but yeah. That sounds a bit like the, uh, I think, the best video that the Yogg's cast have ever done. The nuclear yeah. one. With the air, with oh, the with God. the antimatter bomb that was just consuming the world. And you have to like, put another bomb inside it. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And it's just all the different perspectives of the people on the server at different times. Like, what was that noise? And they're just seeing people 
people's names in the corner just dying over and over yeah. again. Ridge dogs I... in the chat saying this will eat the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched that video like last year because it like something reminded me about. I was like, oh, I've got to watch it's it very again. good. It's I good think that one. was just called the bomb. The if bomb. Anyone wants yeah. to look it up. It's yeah, good. It's brilliant. Um, much like you, Peter, in terms mm. of having fun with glitchiness. Yeah, I remember playing Oblivion on Xbox 360 at a sleepover with my cool a friends. Sleepover. And we were dragging deceased people yeah. into the doorways of, I think it was just in one of the shops in the Imperial City. Mm -hmm. We were upstairs near the bedrooms and the guards kept coming in. We kept killing them, stripping them of their armor, dragging them into the doorways and then shutting the doors so that they glitch into the door because yeah. the game doesn't know what to do. So several times, and again, this was just one of those situations where it was like, we were delirious teenagers and it was like 3 a.m mm -hmm. and several times we managed to get it so that you know like a one of those a ball a bat and a ball that's got like mm -hmm. a elastic on it so you can go bung, 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 yeah. bung, over and over again it was doing that with his head and his neck right. so the head was on one side of the door and it just kept going and just like flying out and going back in and it was just so much fun had a great time with it yeah, uh, But in terms of just being totally distracted from the main thrust of the game, as we've discussed before on the podcast, there was Fallout 4. When that came out, um, I pre-ordered it and pre-loaded it and started playing it at midnight on release. And then I immediately spent almost the entire time I played it, like four or five hours, just building in the first settlement that you get. Right. Uh, what's that? What's the place called? I can't even remember what the first in Fallout place. Four. Uh, in Fallout Four. I don't remember. Whatever it's called, that first little area where the house is at the start of the mm. game. I just spent all my time. It's like you need to, you need to go find your son and work out what's happened. Who killed your wife? And I'm busy. So on. And and then yeah, I'm just I'm just scrapping everything and painstakingly with the most glitchy <laughs> building editor tools that I've ever used in a game. Just painstakingly constructing this rubbish house yeah and that's all i did for so long in well game. i wrote skyrim generally just like not doing any quests and just i mean you w once you've experienced them all once you kind of get used to it but like all the kind of interesting radiant quests or like mm. things that just happen when you're walking around you know mm. when i started skyrim i just used to wander the roads for like the first few hours waiting for highwaymen and you know people to come over and say take this and don't give it to anyone if someone asks you and don't tell them what you know things like that mm -hmm. that's just interesting in and of itself and you say what have you had for your tea yeah and he says go and ask go and, and ask. Then you go and ask and they say what's he had for his tea mm -hmm. and then they hold you up at sword point if you don't say garlic and chips then uh... they stab you three times yeah. uh also more recently ghost of tsushima i remember seeing the really cool armor on the box art and thinking, I would like that, please. Mm -hmm. mm. And as soon as I was able to, I think it's the second part of the island that you get to, um, I made a beeline all across the map. I rode for about maybe 30-ish minutes in-game all the way across to my the, the family estate to claim my father's armor for myself because I was like, that's the coolest looking armor I have access to right now. It ends up giving you the armor on the box art as part of the story shortly after. Right. right. But that was somewhere, something I just got extremely distracted and just went, I'm going all the way up here <laughs> to get the cool looking armor. That's mm -hmm. what I want. And then this week in judgment, um, I, you know, someone gets kidnapped and we, you're, you're investigating this murder case. There's so many high stakes and I'm off drone racing or 
going on dates with Japanese women yeah. and taking them to drone races mm -hmm. because apparently that's what the guide told me that they would like. Um, and Did they? They loved it, Ashton. Good. We had a great time. It's, women are real simple. Halo 2 condoms and drone, drone races racing. and you've got yourself yeah, a girlfriend. Yeah, it, I mean, it works. It, yeah. you, you joke, but it works. Yeah. So there we are. There's some procrastination in games. It's always good to have some procrastination in it games is. sometimes. I spent a good hour or so of Half-Life Alex just drawing penises on everything that I could with a pen. That is important. Yeah. I'm just looking at, is that Richard? That's Richard's amazing leopard print shirt that he's wearing. Yeah, it looks like it. Richard, he's so, so stylish. Good. He's so, yeah. Every he's, time he walks in, I just sort of, I have to kind of look at him guy's for fashion is 10 or 15 seconds. out of this world. He's wearing a nice shirt yesterday. I know he's talked about frequently on the Cultaholic podcast as well because he sits in with them mm. and helps them sort of live live produce. Um, and they always say how fashionable he is. But he is so fashionable. Yeah. He's never he's not seen me looking yet, but I do look every time he comes yeah. into our office. Like, what's he like, wearing oh, today? Wow, look at he that. just wears the coolest stuff yeah. that I would never be brave enough to be No, me town. neither. Just same free shirt and blue jeans yeah. or grey jeans and that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, there we are. That's our big discussion. Yeah. Uh, please do let us know what you thought about all the things about we've what discussed Richard this Tubman's week, wearing. including yeah. Richard Shirt. Tubman's uh, fashion sense. He is on Twitter. I can't remember what his username is, though. You'll find him At if you want to find him. If you search for Richard. Dick Tubbs, you'll probably find him. Yeah. He walked back over, but he didn't hear you say his name, so we're all good, I think. Mm. Otherwise, he would kill us. Uh, where can people find us on the internet, Peter? We are Team Triple Jump. You can go to youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump if indeed you want to support Twitch right now. Um, if you've got Amazon Prime, uh, then that kind of comes with a free Twitch sub that you can use on someone. You could give it to us. Um, when we're uh, streaming on YouTube and Twitch, we're modded by Lob Rotovich, Trailing Badger, and Mr. Black. Because uh, we do stream on both. And of course, we put, uh, we put videos on YouTube. We've got Twitter and Facebook. That's twitter.com and facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. Um, Twitter is more for video and live stream announcements and pictures of Emma and things like that. Lots of pictures of Emma recently. Um, of Facebook is, uh, we've got some, some of our older video content being posted there, but also bits of discussion and stuff, occasional Facebook live streams as well. Um, and uh, Fraser is doing an excellent job of looking after our Facebook for us and also Twitter too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had Dominus last night. <laughs> that was a loud pipe noise. It was. Yeah. Um, and finally, from me, is patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. You can head over there. Last couple of weeks to get the current rewards before they go. They might. Forever. I suspect a lot of them won't be going or will be transforming in some way, but. Um, they'll be changing. They'll be sure. changing, yeah. So uh, have a look. It's changing. It is changing. Have a look at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump and uh, they'll be changing in a few weeks. So uh, yeah, go check it out. We have a website. It's almost fixed. It just says this website is under maintenance in the middle of the website, but that's fine. Um, it's triplejut.mp or triplejut.mup um, if you want to get serious about it. Mm. Um, to go to our Discord, it's triplejut.mup forward slash Discord. We're modded by Joe, Jack and Hollow Eyes. If you want to listen to our podcast on any of the other forms, if you're not, if you're watching on YouTube and want to listen to it in the car, maybe, mm. um, you can go triplejet.mup forward slash podcast. All of our live stream VODs, so if you miss any of the live streams, which we've got five a week, so that's a lot. But if you miss any, you can go triplejet.mup forward slash VODs to check out the VODs. And new merch coming very, very soon. Next week. Next week. It actually is. It, like, it literally actually is. serious now. It's done. It's in the bag. Next week. 
We will tell you everything. Mm. Maybe next Thursday, if you'd be fancy. Yeah. Maybe, if you um, want to watch our live stream. If you want to be specific. Find out a bit more. Yeah. Find more. Thursday live. Um, but after Thursday, you might be able to go to triplejumpshop.com mm. to find all the new merch, but also be going out on at triplejumpshop on Twitter. Yep. So if you can't watch the stream, but you want to be the first to know, first. check out the Twitter. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, why not follow Peter and Ashton at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton on both Instagram and Twitter? Myself just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. We do lists every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday being the joint streams on YouTube. <gasps> Monday to Friday being the solo streams on Twitch. Worst games ever is fortnightly. Friday for patrons of a certain tier. Sunday for everyone else. That's another reward that's not going anywhere on Patreon, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a worst games ever week. No, it's not. No, it's not. not. Last no, it's not. week was week. Why are you lying for? Because we're about to record next week's episode yeah, we and are. I got confused. <laughs> uh, the podcast is every Saturday and we do shows one, ev- one every other week or thereabouts or something like that. Anyway, why not leave a review on iTunes or your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. This week, triplejump.gg. Go get yourself some currency and some subscriptions and all sorts. Go follow our Facebook page, please. Get us to 10,000 follows. We'd really appreciate it, and then we'll stop talking about it. Promise. Uh, This week, there is a, at the time of recording, it's already happened, uh, at the time of release, the PlayStation Showcase Mm. live stream. Mm -hmm. That was on Thursday. We did live reactions to it, and there will have been a what happened at, both in video form and audio form. So hopefully you've, uh, you've checked those out. Uh, We have Ace Trainer Liam on what it means to me. I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> was that a sneeze Sounded or was like that a, a small scream? That oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an unexpected sneeze. Uh, so go and check that out. He talks about uh, an Abe's Odyssey or Abe's Exodus, I think it is. Mm. It's an Abe it's game. It's an Oddworld game. And he's a, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a big Oddworld fan. So go check that out. Uh, and finally, Peter, it's mm. another big lad. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park games ranked from worst to best. In case you didn't get that. Why did you start the song at the very beginning? I don't know. Everyone knows. I didn't realize how long it was. We stopped before we even got to the bit that everybody knows. John Williams, it's your fault. Was that all that we were singing? Well, no. <laughs> no. What were you singing? I was still got all the notes. I was just doing what it's you same guys song, were doing. Same song, but it was, yeah, I started. It's just the slow. I was going, I, I could was... have. Welcome. I could have started even further back where it's just. And we would have been here for minutes. <laughs> yeah. John Williams. Well done. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park games ranked from worst to best. There are more than you think. And a lot of them are bad. Real stinky plops. Yeah. Uh, go check that out. Those lists always seem so negative, but Dinosaur. I think it's just because. <laughs> Dinosaur. <laughs> because statistically, um, games are a bit rubbish. Like if you if you pick yeah. a, a big enough sample size, they're kind of. There's a lot of bad stinkers before you get to the good stuff. Yeah. So it always seems like we're being negative, but. It's always Emma. It's always biffing into the microphone. Right? Um. <laughs> You can follow Emma at Emmalition on Twitter. Yes, by you the way. can. What was it that you you described Emma as having earlier on? <laughs> a bunda. A bunda. Can a bunda. you talk us through that, please? She's got a big bunda, which means she's got a nice juicy bum. This juicy. Emma, are you sure not Emmalition, by the way. Are you Just, sure it's well, bum she might and have not a tub? 
Because there's a, I mean, she's got a juicy tongue. She doesn't have a juicy bum. She doesn't. That's just flat. That's completely flat, which is fine. It's all tum. It's all tum. It's all tum. And that's okay. She's got a great big balloo. Oh, there there she is. Oh, she's on the microphone again, Emma. (laughs) Look, hang on. I got an idea. There we go. Oh, no. Now she won't bash her snoot on it. So it'll be fine. Thank you so much for watching slash listening, everybody. Check out all the content that's coming out and has come out this week. Jurassic Park is tomorrow, by the Mm. way, at the time of release on Sunday. Go watch it, and we'll see you all next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.